1: And let me remind you, if you ever have any home or finance-related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you. And you can reach out to me directly, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or Just remember, that's the number you call anytime for assistance. When you call that number, it comes directly to me. First, there are no operators standing by. I am it.
0: Quiet numbskulls, I'm
1: broadcasting. While I do have a great team when it comes to developing a financing plan, I plan to save you money. I personally work with you. Even if you don't have any needs today, save this number in your phone for future reference. 800 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. And can you imagine this? Today is National Technology Day. Nice. National Cuddle Up Day, National Bean Day. It is what it is. I think we'll go with National Shortbread Day, being that I have beaten anorexia. So I think we'll go with National Shortbread Day. We'll take that one. Let's take a look at what the markets are doing for you right now. So let's see uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average. What a rocky road that has been today. So we started off the day down a little bit, went to being up we oh, about 500 points at one point during the day. And now we're about, uh, well, we're a little over, actually it was more than 500, but now we're 490 as I speak to you. The S&P 500 up 45, 46 points. NASDAQ up 71 points. Oil down, I'm sorry, oil is up 86 cents a barrel. Gold is down. That's surprising, gold being down a little bit. The 10-year treasury, that's another one that's giving us a little surprise right now we knew it was going to go going to do a little bouncing because we talked about that yesterday based on technical analysis 1.047 is the yield on that 10 year treasury right now 1.047 what's driving all this well we'll get to a lot of that in the mor- in the mortgage minute but hey the biggie that we saw this morning that was actually the adp jobs report so the ADP jobs report was looking for; uh, they were looking to have a gain of jobs, but they got it wrong. The economy lost about 123,000 jobs. 123,000 jobs lost in the month of December. What is what drives that? Why does that happen? Do you have any idea? Do we? What's our speculation? Well, could it be from the election? Right, the elections—the uh, beginning of November—the first time we would have had any any opportunity to see the implications of that would have been in the December jobs report. So, could that have been the case? Uh, maybe. We'll continue watching that. Uh, although I did notice that the BLS jobs number that has been revised lower. Already, they were anticipating a better number. That's uh, been changed, so we'll be watching that one for you. Then we look and see what's going on. Georgia was the big issue of the day yesterday. So they have the the runoff on the two Senate seats. Remember, that one uh, was 50-48 to in the United States Senate in favor of the Republicans. Those two seats could bring it to 50-50 with the tie-breaking vote going to the Vice President of the United States. So we'll see what happens with that one. It looks like Raphael Warnock beat uh, Ms. Loeffler on that one in the, in the one race. That would be for a two-year term because that's just to fill out the balance of the term that she was, was appointed to. And Purdue and Ossoff are too close to call. The numbers are so close right there that they cannot call it. They're actually going to go into a runoff even though Mr. Ossoff claims that he won, might be. He's leading, so it could be that he will win. That's a big issue there. Obviously, the news of the day, as it is every day right now, although it might change, but the news of the day right now is obviously coronavirus. That's all we hear about is COVID, 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 COVID. And, you know, I I get a lot of grief over this one from, our social channels. And I get it. There's a, a lot of people that are fearful out there with good cause. There's some people that have had some significant family issues. So I, I understand the problem. But here's the, the deal with that is we can't control it. No matter what anybody says, no matter what anybody does, you can listen to President Trump. You can listen to Former Vice President Biden, you can listen to Dr. Fauci, who messes everything up. You can listen to Killer Cuomo, or you can listen to our buddy uh, Gavin Grusom, right? All of them, none of them have a clue as to what's going on. How, why do I say that? Well, California, we, they said, you know, put the masks on and quarantine and stay put and keep everything closed. Been doing that basically since March. Has it worked? No. Florida, they've got everything wide opened. They're going and they're going to the restaurants. They're going to uh, the, the amusement parks. They're going to ball games. They're everything wide open. Has it worked? Nope. So the bottom line here is open or closed, it doesn't matter. Neither one is working. Further proof that we just don't know the solution. Now, our medical experts are learning more and more every day. There are several different therapeutics. For some reason, they want, to issue, they want to do some. For some reason, they don't want to even tell people about them unless you ask. That's pretty frustrating. I was listening to a news story just yesterday, and I also talked to a couple people locally, and they said, you know something, if you ask for this therapeutic early... Your doctor will give it to you. They won't tell you about it unless you ask for it. It can't be done in the hospital. And I'm not going to give any medical advice. That's not what I do here. But the fact of the matter is, is why do we have to know that on our own? Why, do, why aren't the doctors telling people that information? Isn't that what the doctors are supposed to do? But no, the CDC won't allow them to do that. The CDC stops them and tells them, you know, you can't tell people that hydroxychloroquine has had some success. Why? I'm going to tell you a deep, dark secret right here, right now, Ron Segal Radio. The issue is that similar to in the late 80s, when Dr. Fauci didn't want to tell anybody that there was a generic drug that was having extreme success with HIV AIDS, didn't want to tell anybody that. Why he didn't want to tell them is because Nobody had put the money up to do the double-blind studies, even though when they were giving it to people, it was saving their lives. Well, guess who said that again in 2020? Same Dr. Fauci. Doesn't want anybody to take uh, hydroxychloroquine. There's a couple other therapeutics that have been around for many, many decades that have had success with the virus, but they're all in generic form what does that mean? Why is that important to Dr. Fauci? Well, what that really is telling us is that there are therapeutics out there. The therapeutics do work. And, oh, the drug companies don't make a lot of money on it because they're already in generic form. So why don't they do the double-blind study? Well, who does double-blind studies? That would be the drug companies. If you listened. They did double-blind studies on the, the vaccines from Pfizer. They did double-blind studies on the vaccines from Moderna. J&J did it on theirs. AstraZeneca did it on theirs. Why would they do that on theirs? Because they make a lot of money at it. On generic drugs, they can't make a lot of money. So why didn't we start at the exact same time when we were doing the the testing on these drugs these these, uh, these um, vaccines, why didn't they start just testing therapeutics at the CDC level or the NIH level, right? The government could have put the money up, cost a lot less money than what they paid on vaccines to test these different drugs. Why wasn't that a suggestion? Why didn't that come up, Dr. Fauci, right? So the, the thing is, is they don't they don't make money on it. All these drug companies, my opinion... They're, they're, they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're out there to make money. Anybody that thinks that the drug companies are out there to save lives, that's a byproduct. Right? I used to be in the shipping business. Trucks would move from point A to point B. If they had cargo on them, that was a byproduct. That was a benefit. But that truck was going either way. That's the same reason that today we see that airplanes are moving with less than full capacity. right? Because they need the equipment if the next city in order to maintain the schedules that they have. So the plane is gonna go from point A to point B, regardless, the more people that are on there, that's how the, the airlines end up making money. Now, they may bring a plane in from a different location if they have one available, but for the most part, planes are going whether there's people on them or not. Same concept with the drug companies, right? They're out there to make money, If they save lives, that's a benefit. How do I know that? Well, my bariatric doctor went and did a double-blind study, had full details on a cure for type 2 diabetes for those people that are uh, identified or diagnosed. Within seven years, he has a a 98% cure rate. Now, you can't say something like that unless it's already been done in the study. He's had it done. He's published it. Harvard uh, Journal of Medicine or whatever they call that, the, the, the biggie that they all use. So he goes to the endocrinologists and he goes to one of their conventions and says, here's my findings. Here is a solution for type 2 diabetes caught within, or diagnosed within seven years of, of establishing it. What do the endocrinologists say? What's the cost-benefit analysis of using this? Really? Cost-benefit analysis of curing somebody from diabetes? Do they ask for a cost-benefit analysis of hip surgery or knee surgery or heart surgery or brain surgery? No, they want to solve the problem. Or do they? Now, there's a lot of money in 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 diabetes, right? They've got the machines. They've got the testing. They've got the insulin, medicines. All of those things are financial benefits for the drug companies who, who issues those, doctors, so the doctors are in on it with the drug companies. I just throw that out there for you so you understand a little bit of some of these behind the scenes actions of what's going on. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. When we come back, the importance of home equity in building wealth, spaving, what is it? And yes... We've got a featured home brought to you by MySoCalendar.com. All that and more, you can reach me anytime. Our off-air number, it's 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or ronsiegelradio.com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash Radio on Twitter, at Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, shame on you, but the replay is available. The replay is available at Siegel, one on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few.
2: with Ron anytime you're entering a real estate transaction. Having someone who can answer all of your questions that truly cares about you and your family's best interest is priceless. Call Ron Siegel today and you'll be glad you did. 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or you can visit realestateradiowithron.com for more info. Blue Water Credit Repair
3: is the industry leader in fixing bad credit. Did you know a 40-point increase in your credit score can save you $40,000 on a home loan and $4,000 on a car loan? You deserve good credit and peace of mind. Take the first step today and go to BlueWaterCredit.com and register for a free consultation from one of their credit repair experts. That's BlueWaterCredit.com.
1: Trimming of your retirement does not include losing your house. However, due to today's lower stock market, higher medical bills and taxes Many retirees face this very problem. This is why it is necessary that you, as a baby boomer, considering retirement within the next 10 years, understand reverse mortgages and what one could do for you or your parents. A reverse mortgage could make it possible for you or your parents to travel, buy a second home, or start a new business. For more information about reverse mortgages, just call our off-air number at 1-800-306-1990. That's one 800 306 1990 or visit realestateradiowithron.com and click the free workshop button are you
3: currently renting a home do you like paying someone else's mortgage payment why not explore the options to purchase your own home can you imagine a 30-year fixed rate below 3.5 percent apr this means with ten thousand five hundred dollars you can purchase a three hundred thousand dollar home and have a principal and interest payment of about thirteen hundred dollars per month what are you paying in rent
1: 1990, the Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our friends at Gold Star More. I'm sorry, Geneva Financial, but I'm going to get myself in trouble if I do that too often. Geneva Financial, yeah, they're the ones that have all of the really good programs to help you with, hey, how about debt consolidation? If you got yourself in a little bit of trouble over the last couple of years, but your credit is still intact and you've got some equity in your property, Geneva Financial, they've got the solution there. Looking to buy that new home, first home. Hey, maybe you don't even have any money, but you got a good job and you're looking to buy a new home. Geneva Financial, they've got some down payment assistance programs if you qualify. So what are the markets doing? The Dow Jones Industrial Average now up 494 points. NASDAQ up 67 points. The S&P 500 up 46 points. The 10-year Treasury up nine basis points to 1.0. 4 2 and the mortgage backed securities, those are down uh oh 27 basis points today. Not a pleasant number if you're looking at the if you're looking at buying a home. That's one of the reasons that I share with you. And we told all of our private clients yesterday that they needed to lock early in the day. But here's the issue strategy beats rate always. If you're if you're Dealing with somebody on the mortgage world and they don't understand what the 10-year treasuries are doing and what the mortgage-backed securities are doing, you've got a problem, right? Because there are many, many people out there that just go and they say, well, here's what the rate sheet says, so we should probably lock in. Well, do they know where the levels of resistance are? Do they know where the levels of support are? Do they know if we're getting near the top of the bond market? Do they know if they're getting near the support level on the bond market? Why is that important? Well, all of that is very, very important because it tells you or gives doesn't tell you, but it gives you an indication of what direction the market may be going or what the likelihood is, right? So if we look right now, we're sitting right, close to the 50-day moving average. We're about 4 basis points below the 50-day moving average. That's important because if we if we close below that 50-day moving average, well maybe we've got going to go down another about 17 basis points until we get to the 100-day moving average. We want to understand that because that's when the rates when the bond goes down, that means interest rates are going up. Now, if that 50-day moving average holds and we can bounce back up and fill the gap that we have, which is generally something that we see happen on a regular basis, well, then what we want to look for and we'll see is, are we going to go above the 25-day moving average? This sounds technical, I know, but that's that's why I tell you that strategy beats rate always if you don't have somebody that understands this information. Well... How are you supposed to make an educated decision? Because most of the people that I talk to have no idea what all of these different levels of support mean. So they're not out there talking about them. So what is driving all of this? I told you earlier, the ADP employment report showed that there was a loss of 123,000 jobs in the month of December, which was lower than the 130,000 expected. November's report was revised slightly lower by 3,000, from 307,000 to 304,000. Small businesses lost 13,000 jobs, while medium-sized businesses gained 37,000, and large businesses lost 147,000. Friday, we're going to get the important BLS jobs reports. Estimates have been revised lower and are now looking for only 65,000 jobs to be added to the workforce. Again, that's not a good number. Is it being driven by the change in projected plans for the new administration? Earlier this morning, the Mortgage Bankers Association released their mortgage application data for the last two weeks, showing that overall application volume decreased by 4.2%. Refinances were down 6% over the last two weeks, but are 100% higher year over year. Purchase volume was down six tenths of a percent last week, 3.2 percent higher than last year. But this encompasses holiday weeks, and we take this with a bit of a grain of salt because the NBA does a poor job of modeling and estimating these periods. Interest rates decreased from 2.9 to 2.86. That's over one full percentage point lower. This is the Mortgage Bankers Association number. They come out with that every Wednesday. That also always has a fraction of a point in there. In this case, you have to pay 0.35 to get that 2.86 rate. So that's the big information there. Now, later today, we've got some interesting information coming out. I don't expect they'll have a whole lot coming out of the Congress today, although there's a lot of news in that arena. Don't expect a lot from that. But at 11 o'clock our time, 2 o'clock Eastern time, the Fed minutes from their December 16th meeting will be replaced generally. Generally, Fed minutes are not good for the bond market. But we're going to see what it comes out today, being that the bond market is already not good today. So is it going to get worse? Or might we see a little bit of, a, a, of an improvement there? PMI composite flash for December decreased to 55.3 from November's 58.6 below expectations. So we see that going on there. Stocks again we told you they they started the day down, now they're up nicely for the day. We got the ADP report out today and the mortgage bankers all of that is the mortgage minute today brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial and if I had that scrolling across my screen which I do and you can see it right there if you're watching us, ronsigalradio.tv or on the AM 1490 KMET ABC News and Talk Video. You'll see that you can get information about Geneva Financial. Ron is my or text my home mortgage to 79564. My home mortgage, 79564. No spaces in that. And you'll be able to get that going for you so that is the the mortgage minute hey jay kaplan is with us today good to see you jay i hope you had a great new year glad to see you uh, checking in with us this morning see what else is going on in the world that we should be talking about that might be of importance to you we've got the dow going up the, the big big happenings in washington dc so we've got the the rally going on there. As I said to you earlier, I think that that's probably a waste of time. I know that there are some that don't believe that. The the ones that are going to really find the interesting part of this is people like Tom Cotton, where he's been out there in front of a lot lately, and he says he's opposing the president's push. And I'm not saying whether the president is right or wrong. I, I think that some of the constitutional issues are pretty obvious. But here's the issue. If the president stays in the limelight, he showed us last night, or the night before last, that he still draws a lot of people. Uh, Vice President Biden went to Georgia, and I think both people showed up to his speech, which was about 10 minutes long. Thousands and thousands showed up in Georgia the same night for President Trump. He spoke, had about a conversation of about an hour and a half. So if Tom Cotton is opposing President Trump right now, what are those 70 million people that are Trump supporters? What will they do next time there is an election that Tom Cotton is in? What will that mean for him? I don't know what the answer to that. I'm just throwing that out there for you to figure out for yourself to put it out there on top. I know the media The is going to have a problem. I've told you this before. The media most of the news networks probably be going out of business. They're already starting to shed jobs. Because they haven't done their job in the last four years. They've told you a lot of bogus information, things that haven't come to pass. right? They've told you about a Russian issue, the the fake impeachment, all of these things. So they've been telling you all that. All they've dealt with is is anti-Trump movement. Well, if he's not there, what are they going to report on? And will you believe him? That's the big issue. Will you believe what they have to say? So all that is part of what's going on in the world today. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio, discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets. Your net worth. That's what we're going to talk about when we come back. Your net worth and the importance of home equity in building that up. Spaving, what is it about? Ways you can save on health care expenses, all that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our offer at number 800 306 1990 800 306 1990 or Ron Connect with us. Facebook.com forward slash Siegel Radio on Twitter at Ron And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few.
4: Ron Siegel, the host of Real Estate Radio. Ron, welcome to the studio. Give us insight as to what your show is all
1: about. Hi, Eric. Thanks for having me. Thanks for asking me that question. The reason we developed Real Estate Radio is right now there is an abundance of misinformation out there. So Real Estate Radio is a show designed to give Southern California a focal point for their real estate knowledge, as well as a place to go just in case they might need anything real estate related. So how are you helping people? That's actually pretty simple. People need advice. So it really doesn't matter who you are. If you have any real estate questions, we're here to help. Whether you're buying a home, selling, you're experiencing a loan modification, short sale, foreclosure, there are a lot of things going on in this marketplace. How can people get a hold of you? Real easy. All you have to do is call. The number is 1-800-306-1990. Press option one. Interesting times
4: in the market right now. Where do you think the markets are going from here? That's a great question.
1: All I can say is this. The housing market came down one house at a time. And what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to build it one house, one family at a time. So the best thing that anyone can do is access the free advice that we really want to give you. And to do that, you simply need to call me. The number is
4: 1-800-306-1990. Option one. I'd really love to help. Are
2: you paying rent because you think you cannot afford to live in your dream home? Are you renting because you don't believe that you have the damn payment funds to purchase your own home? The Seagull Lending Team at RonIsMyLender.com has up to $25,000 to help qualified people purchase their own home at amazing interest rates. Contact the Siegel Lending Team today at RonIsMyLender.com. Again,
1: SLT Home Digest to 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. SLT Home Digest, 79564. Digest is going to tell you exactly what the market believes about your property. It'll tell you exactly what the county recorder knows about your property. And as I've shared with you many, many times, it is free. Just a tool that we offer you from your friends here at Ron Siegel Radio. And and you get an email from us once a month giving you all the details of what's on the digest. So get on that. All you got to do is just uh, just request it. We'll give it to you totally uh, free of charge. The importance of home equity in building wealth. Home ownership has always been the first rung on the ladder leading to household wealth. Freddie Mac, they recently shared this information, quote, Homeownership has cemented its role as part of the American dream, providing families with a place that is their own and an avenue for building wealth over time. This wealth is built in large part through the creation of equity. Building equity through your monthly principal payments and appreciation is a critical part of home ownership that can help you create financial stability, unquote. Home equity is the difference between the current market value of your house and the amount you currently owe on your mortgage. To estimate your equity, subtract your mortgage balance from the market value of the home. You can find out what you owe on your mortgage by looking at your last monthly statement or contacting your lender. If you need help determining the current market value of your home, just give me a call, 800-306-1990. We will give you an evaluation. We do mortgage reviews every single month for our for our private clients, never know what somebody wants to do. They they don't know what the market is doing. And we like to provide the information as to, you know, maybe they want to do some get some cash out of their property. Maybe they need to do some debt consolidation, a wedding, college. Life happens. So we want to make sure the private clients are always in on that if you don't have a lender doing that for you. Give a call to the team, ronismylender.com, ronismylender.com. Is home ownership truly a better path to wealth than renting? Some argue that renting eliminates the cost of property taxes and home repairs. Every potential renter must realize that all the expenses the landlord incurs, property taxes, repairs, insurance, everything, they're baked into the rent payment. Guess what else they include in the rent payment? Profit. You do not save money by renting. As proof of this, First American broke down the net worth of homeowners and renters by income categories. And if you're watching us again on TV, or any of our socials or the AM 1490 ABC News and Talk video feed, you're going to see a chart that we're putting on the screen right now so you have access to see what that is let me get rid of this other piece of data the strategy part on here see if we can get rid of that guys so there we go so now we get the whole chart in there so you can see it net worth of the homeowner is what we're talking about right there so let me see if i can get back to my notes so i can share exactly so you got we told you it's going to be based on the income level that's part of the the program and if you look on there Net worth is greater for homeowners than all but one income category even after you subtract the equity in their home. So if you've got the income level of one twenty seven to one ninety two that's the only place where you've got the negative on the the chart, so you see that right on there. but the owner total net worth, so if you're making uh seventy five thousand dollars a year, net worth two hundred sixty one thousand home equity two twenty three. Net worth without a home, 38. Renters, net worth, 34,000. So that owner has a net worth of uh, 4,000 more between the net worth of a renter and a net worth without a home. Again, as I said, only one category, 127 to 192 has a higher net worth for renters over homeowners. Every other category shows that being a homeowner leads to greater accumulated wealth. According to the latest homeowner equity insights report from CoreLogic, the average homeowner gained $17,000 in equity in just the last year. So we've got a breakdown of that for you as well. California, you're looking at $34,000. I've shared that with you in the past that California's numbers are going to be higher just because our property values are higher. right? So we've got that chart by state for you. Depending on where you're looking, Washington, you're at thirty-six thousand more net worth. Idaho, twenty-nine thousand. When can you cash in on your housing wealth? Your equity is part of your total wealth as a homeowner. The two most common ways homeowners can leverage their wealth: selling and refinancing. And we've talked about this before. If you've listened to any of our programs over time, you know that I've done some some training on how do you retire on $18,000 a month with no 401k, no IRA, just using planning of your home mortgage. So selling, that's one way you decide to sell your home. The equity you've built up over time will come back to you in the sale. For example, if you paid off a $200,000 mortgage, sold your home for three you'd receive $150,000 after closing, after all the costs, right? Just the difference between the sale price, and what you still owe. Yeah, I know there's going to be some costs in there, but just that's going to be roughly the number. Refinancing. You can refinance your current mortgage and take out some of the equity you have accumulated. With today's historically low mortgage rates, you may be able to take out substantial cash and keep your monthly payment the same. Thankfully, homeowners today are doing this responsibly and not repeating the same mistakes made 2006 to 2008 when some cashed out their entire equity to purchase depreciable items, like cars, or go on vacations, or boats. That's not the idea, that's not part of building wealth. Now at some point in your life, yeah, you wanna take some money out, you wanna have some fun, so be it. But it needs to be part of your plan. During these difficult times, many households are struggling with their housing expenses. Homeowners, because of their equity, have better alternatives. Odetta Kushi, Deputy Chief Economist of First American, recently explained that homeowners financially impacted by the pandemic will not necessarily be faced with foreclosure. Quote, the foreclosure process is based on two steps. First, the homeowner suffers an adverse economic shock, leading to the homeowner becoming delinquent on their mortgage. However, delinquency by itself is not enough to send a mortgage into foreclosure. With enough equity... A homeowner has the option of selling their home or tapping into their equity through a refinance to help weather the economic shock, unquote. Most experts calling for home prices to continue appreciating going forward. The Home Price Expectations Survey, a survey of a national panel of over 100 economists, or real estate experts, and investment market strategists, tells us that appreciation will continue for at least the next five years. Mm-hmm. Using their annual projections, I've got a graph that we're going to show right now. The equity buildup a purchaser would potentially earn by buying a $300,000 home now, $54,221 over the next five years. Those have been pretty significant numbers to look at. And again, I've got that on the chart for you. Home equity for most Americans, it's the quickest way to build household wealth, the wealth gives homeowners more options during good times and in difficult situations. The whole idea there is about leverage. right? We've talked to you about leverage many, many times on Ron Siegel Radio, because what leverage really means is you've got the ability to, you know, you do a loan with 10% down and the property appreciates at 5%. Well, that's actually gonna give you, based on the leverage of that, you're actually going to see about a 90% return on your cash, right? Because if you've got a $100,000 property, I know I'm just using small numbers because it's easy, right? A $100,000 property goes up by 5%. That's $50,000 if you've got 10000 into it. Well, that's a five times, not nine, nine times, but five, five times return on your cash, so think about those numbers. That's what we want to give you the information. You're listening to Ron Segal Radio discussing your real estate, current events, and the financial markets. When we come back, spaving, what is it? We've got the featured home brought to you by my com and more. You can reach me anytime. Off-air number 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990 or Connect with us. Facebook.com forward slash Ron Siegel Radio on Twitter at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral 1 on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few.
4: Is your credit score over 800? Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? Are you earning a safe, secure 10-plus percent return on your investments? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564, complete a three-minute complimentary survey, and the area-trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564.
0: Welcome back to Ron Segal Radio.
1: Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Segal Radio or anytime at 800 306 1990. 800 306 1990. The featured home segment today being brought to you by mysocalender.com. My. SoCalLender.com. This property, it's another one by John John Perez. Wow, he's got a lot of properties that he uh, sends over to us for sharing with you. 1250 South Brooker Street, 1116 is the number on the unit. That's Anaheim. Three bedrooms, one full, one three-quarter bath. Wonderful one-level home in a gated community. that has three bedrooms, two bathrooms, a large private back area entering the home. You're greeted with laminate wood flooring, an open living room with nice natural lighting. Kitchen has a great open concept with a large kitchen island, tile counters, matching white appliances, newer cabinet hardware, and an area for a dining room or breakfast nook. From the kitchen, you have access to one of the two outdoor living areas. The front patio is enclosed and covered and features a storage room. Again, all this can be yours if the price is right. $369,000 is the price. John Perez is the listing agent on there. Let's get to some numbers for you because I'm a numbers guy. Put 5% down monthly principal and interest payment of $1408, 20% down 11, 6, 1186 and 25% down with the right strategy. You're looking at uh, one thousand fifty-eight, and all of those are subject to change. You have to get, qualify for them, and for those keeping score, the APR on each of them: two point nine eight, two point seven one three, and two point four nine seven, and MLS two one seven zero three seven. So think about those numbers: twenty-five percent down, and you're looking at. 1056 a month principal and interest. Yeah, you got to add your taxes and insurance. But think about that. A three-bedroom home, if you add all of that in there, you're probably going to be right around $1,800 a month for a three-bedroom property that you own. And if it goes up that 5% that we've been talking about projected for Orange County, that you're looking at 5% on 370 I don't know, it's about 40000 uh, $20,000 a year. Is that right? Somewhere in that, $20,000, 30000 a year in appreciation, maybe less than that. But multiply that out and then do it based on your return on cash. I think my mind's going out on me, so uh, don't hold me to the numbers. But you got the concept. That's what I really want you to understand is understand the concept of the leverage of real estate when you make that purchase you're only putting the a, a, a down payment down, right? That's part of the purchase price. But the appreciation goes up based on the whole thing. When we calculate those appreciation projections, it's not based on your down payment. Appreciation projections um, is, is where we're at. So that's kind of the, the project right there. So that is the um, featured home today brought to you by MySoCalLender.com. MySoCalLender.com. Let's take a look and see what this is. A couple of items that I wanted to share with you today. I've talked about this one before, and we never really got a lot of time to it. Spaving. Not really a household term, but it's a concept almost everyone can relate to. And something you've likely done before. It refers to when people spend more money in an attempt to save money. Which as when you add another $20 worth of filler items into your cart to avoid $10 in shipping. Spending more money now to save money in the wrong long run, can it be a good idea? Perhaps you're able to lock in savings by purchasing an annual subscription for a service rather than paying month by month. Or you invest in high quality products that last decades rather than replacing cheaper, lower quality products every few years. However, spaving usually has a negative connotation because it refers to impulse purchases rather than thought-out decisions. You might feel like getting 90% off a $100 item is saving $90, but if you weren't going to buy that product before, you're spending $10 more than you planned. In the end, you are $10 poorer even though you feel good about the deal you got. Look out for marketing tricks that encourage spaving. For decades, researchers have explored the field of behavioral finance to uncover how our biases can influence financial decisions. In turn, companies use these insights to inform their marketing material and try to get shoppers to spend more money. If you know what to look for, you can spot the ways that companies encourage us to spave. Setting a higher price, like the anchor price. Anchoring is a fairly well-known concept where your mind uses the first piece of information it receives as an anchor for making other decisions. When you're shopping, a product's original price acts as an anchor that can signal value and relative savings. So think about a shirt that was originally $120 is now on sale for $50. The $100 price tag tells you, even if only subconsciously, that it's a luxury product. And the sale price means it's more than half off. Anchoring also plays into relative costs, such as when someone buys a car and is offered expensive upgrades that seem inexpensive compared to the total car price. Pushing toward middle product. If a company wants you to purchase product Y for $125, it may show you how it compares to product X at $75 and Z at $300. But the high-priced product Z isn't intended to be a realistic alternative. It's there to make you feel like product Y is practical. Middle ground option. You may feel like you're saving money by avoiding Z, but wind up spending more than you would if you only compared X and Y. These are all things that are neuralistic programming. Wording sales in different ways. In terms of cost, there's no difference between getting two products for 50% off and buy one, get one free. But there can be very real difference in how your brain reacts to getting something for free. Keep this in mind, particularly when you might wind up buying a perishable good that will go bad before you get a chance to use it. Getting the idea here of spaving, getting some ideas. This is all, all these comes out from reports that I get from MyFICO.com. I've talked to you about them in the past. They're a great tool that we use at Ron Siegel Radio, highlighting scarcity. Companies can use scarcity in different ways to make you feel compelled to act quickly and make a purchase. For example... You might see that an item is on sale, but there are only 15 left. Alternatively, you may be offered a limited-time coupon or see a large clock counting down until the sale ends. In either case, the message is the same. Buy now before it's too late. Scarcity. Offering social proof. People tend to use others' behavior and actions as an indicator of what to do and buy. Social proof can take different forms, such as hiring an influencer to promote a product. Showing customers' reviews or displaying how many people have recently viewed or bought a product. Each of these can make it easier for someone to justify a purchase. Often, these tactics are not used in isolation. For example, you might be presented with three similar products and their prices, pushing you to choose the middle one and anchoring. Each has hundreds of positive reviews, social proof, and there's a limited time sale scarcity. With all this in mind, other strategies as well, easy to see how companies can urge people to spend money while simultaneously feel like they're saving money. I know I hear that all the time from my household. My wife will tell me she went to the store, got something on sale. Boy, did she save money. Yet her credit card bill just increased. How is that saving money? When the savings account went up, that's saving money. When the credit card bill goes up, that is not saving money. The behavioral finance-backed marketing tactics relied on human biases. As the name implies, behavior. But in addition to marketing, there are a couple ways that people may trick themselves into spending more than they planned. We compare costs to our current financial situation. The first relates to anchoring, but our current financial situation is the anchor rather than the price of the product. For example, if it's early in the month, your budget may be filled and you could be susceptible to making impulse purchases. But as the month goes on, each dollar represents a larger portion of your remaining budget and you become more conscious of how much you're spending. One way people use this to their advantage is to shop with a specific amount of cash in hand. As a result, they'll naturally compare prices to cash in their wallet rather than their monthly budget, how much they have in a checking account or credit cards limit. We don't fully consider opportunity costs. The second is how we often narrowly frame our options. Perhaps it's the end of the month. You only have $50 left in the grocery budget and everything in your cart adds up to 40 Then you see a favorite snack is on sale, two for 10 Yeah, be careful of those. Spave with a purpose is the idea here. Spave with a purpose. And as always, with a purpose, set your first radio preset button to come back here and join Ron Segal Radio where we only speak about items affecting your house and your bank account. Thanks to all of our sponsors. A big thanks to John and Sean who are engineering us today. And of course... A special thanks to you for spending a little bit of your day with us. That's all for Ron Siegel Radio. Again, if you have any questions or to meet any of our guests, call me anytime. 800 306 1990 800 306 1990 or Ron And remember, make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on Ron Siegel
0: Radio. Let's go out in can be seen.